my man is standing on the keyboard. Dude, come on. Come on, man. Feta. 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 Adults are speaking. Here, let me let me get the mic down to his level right quick. What do you intend to testify to today, sir? He's pleading the fifth. Theo, this is your once per fiscal quarter <laughs> podcast episode. Welcome back, everyone, and also us. And thank us. you. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks. You're not gonna thank me for having you. No. Understandable. How it's a privilege. It's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's for exposure. <laughs> I'm paying an exposure to be on my own podcast. So our last episode was 40 minutes of us disparaging the strawberry shortcake, strawberry, strawberry funnel cake latte slash frappuccino. Yeah. And you, um, you, you approached me backstage okay. off, off the record, and it sounds like you want to go to bat again for fruit syrups. I'd like to talk about fruit syrups, yes. I think the addition of fruit into some lattes can be good, mm. but it depends on, how do I put this? How artificial the fruit is. Okay. When it comes to cherry being in something, and mm-hmm. I know we've, I, I know, gentle listener, now we've talked about that chocolate cherry coffee that I really like right. from up in Traverse City. Is that Milanol Peninsula? But I think that has a pretty alright cherry flavor. I think there are other cherry flavors that taste like cough syrup. Yeah. And it's really hard to get away from that. Mm. But also, you've talked before about how your lavender syrup at work is a little soapy. It is. Florals, I think, are really difficult to balance as well. Yeah. And we use, I was, I was just pointing this out to you the other day, because we were in one of the coffee shops here. We use Monin brand syrup. And I guess that's like a very local thing. Like, that's a very Chicago land, regional thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we live in Chicago now. We live <laughs> in Chicago. Live in Chicago. Uh, eagle, eagle-eyed listeners will notice that the title of this uh, episode would appear to be live in Chicago, and you might be thinking, how does a podcast with a following in the single digits afford a live show in Chicago? That's your mistake for reading that the wrong way. That's live in Chicago. We now live in Chicago. Because that's what we do now. It's true. And it's your contribution that made that possible. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) But I, I also feel like something that's entirely natural, unless it's a very concentrated... I don't know everything about fruit flavors and juices. I don't know about fruit. But unless it's very concentrated, like I I have some blueberry drink concentrate from Ikea <laughs> that's in the fridge right now. And I was going to add that gently to some of the iced teas at work and whatnot. It's overpowering. Absolutely yeah. overpowering. I put some in a lemonade the other night, destroyed that. I had to squeeze half of a lemon into that lemonade just to make it to taste To save like, it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just to lighten that up. Like half a lemon in water. It was rough. Well, and something that, I, that I'm starting to realize is I feel that, like, as far as novelty drinks go, like drink of the month sort of things, I, I think there's an over-reliance on the latte format. And especially if you're getting, like, a 16-ounce drink, which is only usually, like, 
two shots of espresso. Yeah. I don't think that that's enough coffee flavor to compete with a lot of syrup in there, um, which is a selling point for some people because they either they really like coffee. Yeah, definitely. Which is fine. I'm not trying to shame anybody's drinking habits. Um, but I've been really drawn to a lot more of the like cold brew based novelty drinks because I think it has more it you know it's not a latte is mostly milk yeah like pound for pound it's mostly milk and I think that shows up flavor wise so when we went out the other day with Bond Bond yeah Bond Coffee Bond Coffee I don't know if that's Evanston I think it was Evanston absolute shout out to the guy that helped us at the front counter and gave Mm. me quote the biggest chocolate croissant they had very kind it was incredible good vibes at Bond Coffee but you got a chocolate a chocolate, no, a raspberry mocha. Yeah, raspberry mocha. With oat milk. With oat milk. As is, as is tradition. Right, I mean, we're, uh, and I got a raspberry truffle cold brew, so like more or less a lot of the same flavor profiles. Yeah. It's just raspberry and chocolate and coffee, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the coffee held its own a little better in mine than it did in yours. Both good. Yeah. Both good. So I think if you're going to introduce fruit syrup, you might want to do it in that context. Yeah, I mean, and when it comes to fruit syrup, and, like, we have a strawberry, strawberry puree. Yeah, yeah. So, we have the strawberry puree at work, Mm. and last year, the, like, unofficial Valentine's Day drink was Mm. a mocha with strawberry cold foam on top. That sounds like a pain in the ass to make. A pain in the ass to make. Pretty good payoff. I hate to say it. Okay. It was actually pretty good. But, like, that's a puree. That's one thing. If yeah. we had, like, a cherry puree to put in something, if we had any kind of, I don't know, something more natural. Mm. We had, one year, chocolate cherry mocha for Valentine's Day. Yes. I, I really liked it. A lot of other people thought it tasted like cough syrup. That was definitely either 2019 or 2020. I think, I think it would have been 2019 because I think I was working there when that dropped. Because mm-hmm. I remember everyone being like, it tastes like a Tootsie Roll. And I was like, it doesn't. I didn't, I was not Okay, it kind of tastes like a Tootsie Roll pop when I really think about it though. I you guess. You that cherry on the outside, that chocolate on the inside. It was still a little cough syrupy to me. And it would have been, it definitely wasn't 2021 because they brought back that dusty bitch pistachio. Yeah. They brought that back this year. Yeah. I had some, I think it over, I think it overpowers... The, the coffee taste again. It's not much, like, it overpowers, it's, but at the same time, there's not much of a taste to it. No, it's just, it's buttery. Brown. It's sweet and buttery. Mm, brown. Brown. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Starbucks. Thanks, everyone. It's brown. It's brown. Uh, and I don't think it's anything to write home about. And, and this is, I know this is the same dark pet peeve that runs through you as runs through me. If you don't stir it to get a very homogenous drink, there's just a quarter inch of just like sweet gunk at the bottom. Just sludge. Just sludge. That's what happened to me earlier with the damn latte we got from Duncan. You were very brave in letting me take you to Duncan. I was very brave. We are not usually a Duncan home. I feel like we've spoken on that before. And I want I want to like them so bad because I feel like it's like the people's coffee. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like the blue collar coffee chain. Yeah. I just don't think it's very good. It's not very good. And I don't think we have any listeners in Boston, so I can say that. But like... It just had a sludge at the bottom. Yeah. And I got halfway through my latte and I said, oh, that's it? That's all the that's flavor. That's all the flavor. I drank all the flavor. It's coffee. Why it was so intense. And it turns out I just swarped all that syrup up. That's why I am going to get on my soapbox for a second. And I know that Starbucks has 
very specific sequencing rules mm. uh, in training. I, I am back in the coffee industry. That has changed since the last time we recorded. I am horrified and honored. But at what to cost? At what cost that I am back in the field work, back in the bean mines. <laughs> um, syrup, then espresso, then milk. Then cup. Then cup. <laughs> Because otherwise, that's not, it's not going to dissolve, and it's you're going to get that striated effect, and it's going to be bad. you got to heat it up. I was even adding a little bit of, well, that didn't work very well. I was going to say a little bit of, oh, that's right. You told me about using a little bit of hot water, and you make a matcha I, we, to get I it going. I do matcha, yeah. I did that, well, it was stupid. I did that with a hot chocolate, but I put a little hot water in because it's it's hard to, like, spin the cup and pour milk in and hope that it mixes up the milk at the yeah. bottom. I'd also like to share a beautiful story like about how we had a customer who thought that mocha automatically meant caffeinated because a mocha is an espresso drink. Yes. With chocolate. Which I get because a little bit because I mean a mocha yeah, is a, it's a chocolate latte. That's it's, what it it's is. It's a chocolate latte. So she thought. Please don't stand on the keyboard, son. Feta, come, come on, buddy. Come on, brother. He's acting up. Teens. <laughs> Teens. He's four. She orders hot chocolate for the whole family. Okay. Sans mocha. No mocha. In no. It. Absolutely no chocolate in any of those drinks. You ordered hot milk. It's hot milk with whipped cream. Oh my god. And it's the kids' hot chocolates are like steamed at child's temp. Like right. Say like one twenty or 120, so. One twenty, I think. And I think one forty is. 160 standard for our 160 is standard? Yeah. See, okay. I don't think you listened to the podcast, so it's fine for me to say it. I said 160 the other day, and my manager was like, that's too hot. It's 140. And I was like, okay. So I've been doing them at 140, but I could have sworn it was 160, and I was right. It's 160. And how many of these did she get? Four of them. Three of, I believe three of them were for children. Oh, no. So she gets to the window. She mobile orders this. Because, you know, you can make all these fun little edits and no one tells you, no, don't do that. Seriously, don't do that. Okay. She gets up to the window and we're trying to explain to her that these hot chocolates don't have mocha in them. So they're, you know, that's not Mi- a hot chocolate milk. anymore. It's, it's hot milk with whipped cream. And she could not grasp that, thought we were being really rude to her at the window. Drove away. She's not even local. She's Bye. not local. They just happen to pass through this area sometimes for work. I <laughs> but she gets home and we're all talking on the floor like how'd she do this how did she not think about this and why was she giving us such a hard time when we were trying to explain she has not ordered a hot chocolate anymore she calls and talks to my shift supervisor for 20 minutes on the phone halfway like 15 minutes into the conversation realizing oh this is actually my fault but just kept talking to him. He was off the floor for damn near half an hour talking to this woman on the phone about how she ordered her hot chocolate wrong, and it's that's not, not that on deep. us. It's not that deep. You did a bad job. But they're like, yeah, she'll come back at some point, because they only come through for work and get a new hot chocolate. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you will. Imagine <laughs> what treats has mummy brought for us is hot <laughs> milk. Hot milk. <laughs> hot, semi-sweet milk. Mm. And you're like, have we been bad? <laughs> Have we been bad? You're weak. Your bones are too brittle. It's like a sandbag. Mm. My son has the hands of a landlord. They're like gelatin desserts. Mm. He must be strengthened. And do you, you don't add, I mean, it's just a mocha. No. 
Is it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Is there also vanilla syrup in a hot chocolate? It's just mocha now. They changed their recipe. Dang, so it really, honest to God, it's, was fucking hot milk. It's yeah. It's more milk. milk. That's why when I order hot chocolate for my good lady wife, I I get it with the white mocha and the regular chocolate mocha because it's just not the same. Mm. And I know you've spoken on this before. You think Starbucks mocha is a little on the better side. I don't like it. I don't like it very much. It kind of leaves like a film. Speaking of fruit-based Starbucks drinks, I understand we're going to be saying a permanent goodbye to Very Hibiscus Refresher. I'll speak on that. It's hard to say goodbye when you already thought they were gone. We had a shortage in it for a really long time, and we're like, it's not coming back. Mm. It's not coming back. It came back. It was a blissful month and a half. It's gone again. The Kiwi Refresher, which I feel like I have spoken in the past about my disdain for the Kiwi Refresher, which, as I have discovered now that I have to, I am usually playing the role of dish bitch when I'm at work, so I wash a lot of dishes. <laughs> I have bleached and scrubbed and sprayed the tea pitchers that we keep the kiwi in. Mm. It is uranium glass green. It doesn't oh come God. out. We have left them to soak with, like, Urnex in them. It doesn't come out. So, yeah, unfortunately, we've had to say a very... Very drawn-out. Very drawn-out farewell to the very, very hibiscus refresher. So is that... Do you... Is it still three total refreshers on the menu, or is it down to two? It's three. It's the strawberry, mango, and the kiwi. Strawberry. Oh, yeah, the mango dragon fruit. Yeah. The the kiwi's been doing horribly. We are running out of it, and we... You know, we make some little fruit inclusions that we put Mm -hmm. in there, the nasty little dried bit. And we make them, and they're good for five days at a time. We always want to have a backup on them. Sure, because God forbid. We're throwing out backups. Oh. No one's ordering this drink. And when they do order the drink, they order it with none of the fucking kiwi pieces in it. because they're, they're gross. Disgusting. Like, I will eat the dried strawberries, or the dry, even the dried dragon fruit. I will like regularly do that, yeah. And be like, I gotta get my fruit in. Mm-hmm. And then I get a sample cup of just dried strawberries, eat them on my lunch. I would get, when I, when I worked there, I would get the dried dragon fruit, and I would eat just that in the back out of a little espresso cup and, like, fucking cut up the roof of my mouth like it was Captain Crunch because it's, it's so sharp. It's good. We like it. I wouldn't do that with a dried kiwi because it tastes like ass. It tastes awful. I saw someone in one of my Facebook groups months ago. Uh, they had to get food at, like, a food pantry, mm. and included in their box was a thing of the kiwi inclusions. They're like, I can't do anything with this. There's nothing to be done. There's nothing. Just throw it out at that point. It's, it's just sour cardboard. It really is. It smells bad when you open the container. That's not a good sign. It's not. Do you you weren't working when the the lime refresher was still on the menu, were you? No, that was before my days. Before your time. God, I miss it. That was a good one. Bring that back. That was my favorite to get. That was a good all one. Time. I I feel like the fruit used to be, and this could be through the. You know, the Vaseline-covered lens of my high school years of going to Starbucks before I knew what the (laughs) the inner workings of Starbucks were like. The lens of nostalgia. I feel like the fruit used to be, I don't want to say fresher, Mm. but like when I would get a very, very hibiscus, it was relatively clear. Mm. The ice looked good. Mm. It it felt exotic. It felt like I I was like on the beach and getting like a shake and drink and everything. But now that I do know the inner workings of it, I'm like, this is all grape juice. This is all flavored grape juice yeah. that is mixed with water and a dried fruit and served to you with a metric fuck ton of ice in it. For $7. Yep. yep. 
I've watched people do these secret menu things and end up getting two drinks for $20 and paying that, like, without blinking an eye. My god. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I spent, like, $20 getting us coffee, a parfait, a... The mm-hmm. chocolate croissant the other day, I spent, like, maybe $25 overall with tip. Yeah. That fed and nourished two of us. That was breakfast. That was breakfast. This isn't a fucking sweet cream cold foam covered garbage bullshit. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. They're adding in modifiers so we can, one, add lemonade to cold brew. No, Because what? apparently that is a large enough request. I've, I've heard it's in more Asian markets. But adding lemonade to cold brew is the new thing. I don't I don't know about all that. I'm sickened by it. If I, I can think about two affogato shots over mm. a 16-ounce lemonade that tastes, quote, salty, mm. I don't like to think about that. But now they're also going to have an option right on the screen to add cold foam to a refresher. And it's not just, like, pink drinks, dragon drinks. No. What the fuck do we call the mango drink? Yeah, no. Yeah, purple drink. drink. Yeah, it used to be the violet drink was very, very hibiscus. Oh, was very, rest in peace. Um, (laughs) Rest in, rest in peace, queen. Um, but like, now you're gonna be able to add cold foams onto it right from that screen because enough people want. I don't like that. It, it makes me feel similar to those, uh, fucking menu hacks that they're doing right now at McDonald's. Oh my god, at McDonald's. That just seems wretched. I wish I could hand someone bit by bit a latte that they want i wish i could be like that's up to you in separate cups they're fucking ice milk shots syrup it'd be incredibly wasteful but the payoff emotionally larger than anything else i've felt in my life you could you could market that as a latte kit and people would fucking eat it up 100 percent. it's like how they have the s'mores kits oh yeah at exo marshmallow yeah a s'mores kit light a candle you're going to get some skewers. <laughs> you and the kids are going to all gather around the three-wick candle, toast your marshmallows. They're going to have a little bit of a fruit flavor <laughs> to them. Unless you get a marshmallow-flavored candle. Got uh, scented candle. Mm-hmm. Could be flavored. Could be flavored. Let the kids find out Let's first. Let's find out. Yeah, let them go first. <laughs> let them go first. They're, they'll bounce back faster. If I eat a glob of candle wax, I'm out for a week. If a You'll child does, that falls straight through them. No, but lemonade and cold brew interesting loops back Mm -hmm. to the fruit syrups something that i found out with our fruit syrups especially like we have a cherry and a strawberry Mm -hmm. on like on our regular lineup because we do like an italian soda oh yeah um which i love which is good good in the summer especially but we can't do lattes with those unless you use a milk alternative because the I know the cherry for sure and I think the strawberry mm-hmm. has citric acid in it and it'll curdle oh, like it'll cherry. curdle if you make like a regular latte with it. Someone got a fully raspberry flavored latte the other day. Like that's it. Yeah, like full pumps of it in a drink. Did they die? I think so. Yeah. I I can't imagine that's pleasurable. Like. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I just don't know. And I don't have it in me to experiment with them. But, you know, if we go to a new place, like when we went to Bonn. Yeah. I would try something new. I I always think about the blueberry sage latte that they had at Big B. Was it blackberry or blueberry? Maybe blackberry. The sage latte. (laughs) It was very good. Mm -hmm. I was incredibly surprised by that. Yeah, I went back for that. Like, I went back for that specifically. I miss Big B. I miss Big B I hate to say it. God, I miss Big B so much. I did not know that Caribou Coffee is still open regionally. Mm -hmm. 
Because we used to have those in Michigan. Yeah. I remember stopping there with with my mom on the way to work when it was when she was like, "We're doing take your kid to work day today," mm-hmm. um, and I know that I I thought they had gone bankrupt, and mm-hmm. I know you could buy their stuff like retail. You can get caribou coffee, you know, yeah. in the grocery store. They are still open, especially on I want to say the West Coast, and I would do I would do a field trip to go to a caribou. I would drive twenty hours to yeah, go try caribou coffee. Well, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is like a regional thing. We and have I, a lot of them in Michigan. Well, because we're right next to Canada. I had one of my friends who used to live in California. Mm. They would ask us to mail them Tim Hortons coffee because the nearest Tim Hose was in like Northern California and they were around Anaheim. Mm. So like down in the Southern California bits. And they're like, I can't drive over a mountain range to go get my damn coffee. Kind of funny if you did that. Kind of funny though. For the bit. For the I, bit. <laughs> I've driven across the mountains to get my coffee. To get this coffee. That that would be like a good excuse for if a customer was being shitty to me. Because a lot of the time they'll hit me with that like, I come here all the time. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. I don't fucking care. I don't care. P.S. If you're a regular at a coffee shop, you need to know there is an extremely polarized opinion on you mm-hmm. based on not how you act. And I know you're going to want to think, oh, they love me there. Just like really examine your behavior and be sure of that because i have so many regulars whose names i don't know i see them on the sidewalk and i think shit here comes mr six shots who gets two large cappuccinos that are both decaf with three shots each and it takes me 20 goddamn minutes to grind the coffee for that and he's a regular and i know him and i don't care for him so like really be sure if you're a regular they won't tell you this they'll want to censor me they're gonna want to censor me this is not gonna make it to the air because people are gonna want to say that's not good for just please be sure but if a customer was like i drove over a mountain range to get this coffee i'd be like damn i have to make this right i'd be saluting that i would be saluting i'd be ripping their pants off and sucking whatever (laughs) genitals are there (laughs) like a thank you for your service (laughs) thank you for your service (laughs) tip or no tip (laughs) Little tip. Wait. <laughs> this will be the last episode of last uh, ever episode of Petty Theft and Kindness. Thanks for sticking with us this far. I really wanted to make double digits, but guess not. Double digit episode, single digit fan base. <laughs> well, thank you to Emily Timmer for our cover art. You can find her at Pen and Timmer on Instagram. And thank you to David Combs for the use of his song "All the Kids in Michigan" is our intro slash outro you can find him on twitter at as at the spoon boy you can follow me at them slash theo on twitter or dionysus.jr on instagram you could follow me at caution rat on twitter or at weekend gremlin on instagram if you like this episode be sure to rate us on apple podcasts and subscribe on spotify we are also on anchor uh to support our show find us on ko-fi at petty podcast or visit anchor.fm slash petty uh, you can send your questions, comments, love, threats, concerns to theftandkindness at gmail.com. Uh, this has been Petty Theft and Kindness. Until next time, stay petty. And stay kind. Bye. Bye. podcast.com slash donate that our website's not, not up don't worry about it actually don't go don't to that website it. look me in the eyes don't, don't worry, worry about, about it <laughs>